welcome to Case Files, the short crime fiction story podcast. I'm Rachel Amphlett, USA Today best-selling mystery author and creator of these dark, twisted mysteries. In this week's episode, a walk in the woods takes a dark turn for Ben. A Grave Mistake by Rachel Amphlett Narrated by Adam Naranjo It was the sound of his own panicked breathing that scared Ben the most. A late autumn sun collapsed beneath a line of naked hornbeam and oak, its rays shriveling against a pale gray organ sky that receded through an expanse of tangled branches. The last tentacles of heat retreated from a dirt path withered away under rotten ferns and bracken, then surrendered the woodland to damp, biting cold. He tipped back his head and swore, the curse echoing off the thick trunks that surrounded him. A blackbird scuttled out from under a buckthorn shrub, then took flight, its brittle parting cry rebuking him for the disturbance. Ahead, an algae-covered pond sat nestled within a grove of birch trees, taunting him. It was their third meeting within the space of forty minutes. The stench hadn't improved since their last parting. The rancid aroma from the stagnant water wafted on the breeze, and Ben ran his eyes over the upside-down shopping cart in the middle of it, one wheel missing, the raw wound covered in detritus. He placed his hands on his hips, exhaled, and then turned his back on the fetid pool once more and took off down the next fork in the path a renewed urgency in his stride. This route was narrower, twisted, less used. The boughs above his head crowded in, as if curious to know who walked amongst them. Hazel saplings poked and prodded at his padded black jacket that looked great, but allowed every cold tentacle of wind to wrap its way around his body as he pushed his way through the thickening undergrowth. Leaf litter covered the muddy fringes of the path, coloring the routes in ochre hues and sticking to leather uppers that glistened with an obsessive shine. He began to hum under his breath, attuned from his college years to fight against the silence encroaching with every step. His heart rate quickened at a gap in the trees, the promise of escape. He hurried, stumbled forward, broke through the branches that barricaded his way, then stopped. In the glade, under a natural arc of oak and ash, and accompanied by a choir of flies, was a grave. Fresh. Scuff marks scratched the dirt around it, scraped and scoured to create a hole, then backfilled in a hurry. Dead leaves covered the churned soil, a feeble attempt to hide the secrets beneath. He circled the shallow mound, his breath escaping in short, sharp chokes, Panic twisting at his chest. Ben swallowed. Somewhere off to his left, a twig cracked, the noise as loud as a shotgun as it echoed amongst the tree trunks. He bolted for a narrow path leading off to the right that soon became clogged with saplings and tendrils of ivy. Ben dropped his hands and with a renewed energy began to swipe at the branches in his way, desperate to find a way through. Reaching a crossroads in the dirt, he spun around, hands clasped on top of his head, his gaze sweeping left and right, 
the late afternoon sun turned to twilight now, shadows deepening and crawling towards him from the gloom beneath the undergrowth. He brought his hands to his mouth, cupped them around his lips and blew hard, then squinted through the trees. Pausing to pull out his cell phone, he held it aloft and snarled at the screen. There was no signal here, no way to check his location or work out where he went wrong. Ben's gaze fell to the path as he shoved the phone back in his pocket. He froze. Something had been dragged through here, something heavy. He checked over his shoulder. The scuff marks continued east, two parallel lines carving an uneven path towards the grave. Lifting his chin, his eyes followed the scuff marks as they disappeared into the distance, heading west. Fear turned to desperation. Maybe that was the way back to the park entrance. Maybe that was the way out. He glanced over his shoulder. Nobody followed. He set off, started humming again, a habit born of nerves. No birds accompanied him now. No far-off calls and whistles reached his ears. Afraid to stop, afraid to register the silence that was so alien to him, Ben plowed on, his pace quickening with every passing second. He broke into a run, swiping his hands at the thin reed-like saplings, ducking under low branches. Sweat beaded across his forehead, pooled between his shoulder blades as his lungs heaved from exertion. Ben blinked as the trees began to thin out, and the path began to widen. He could hear voices then, close, so close, just a little farther to go. Ben stumbled into the clearing beside a sign for car parking, his boots sliding on the gravel surface as he came to a halt, raising his hand to shield his eyes from blinding headlights. Two uniformed police officers turned to face him, their conversation cut short. The younger of the two officers rested a hand against his radio as it emitted a squawk and called out, Is this your vehicle? Ben ran his hand through his hair, plucked out an errant twig that had caught in his fringe and gulped a lungful of air, his heart hammering. Is there a problem? Voice calm, he edged closer. The older officer circled the car the beam from his flashlight arcing over the windshield, the radiator grill, the license plate, splashed with mud. The younger officer, McLaren, according to the stripe opposite his badge, repeated his question. Is this your vehicle? It is. Is the park closed? I got lost. Both men took a step back as he put his hands in his pocket, fingers twitching near their weapons. Hands where I can see them, sir. The other one, Thomas, barked the words. It's just my keys. He jangled them, dangling them from his forefinger and thumb. I need to get back. My wife will be wondering where I am. Their expressions changed then, a flash of something flitting across McLaren's features. Can you open the trunk, sir? Ben fumbled the keys on his first attempt, then aimed the fob at the car and blinked as his indicator lights flashed. Thomas moved to his side as he reached out for the lid, a hand outstretched. Slowly. A reluctant sigh escaped Ben. His shoulders slumped as he opened the trunk and McLaren stepped forward. His flashlight swung over the bloodied blanket, the discarded shoe, the cell phone with its cracked screen. All hers.
all the things he'd planned to come back and dispose of once he finished digging the grave. What have you done with your wife, Ben? Where did you bury her? He choked out a laugh tinged with irony and regret. <laughs> How the hell would I know? I told you, I got lost. The End You have been listening to A Grave Mistake by Rachel Amphlett. Narrated by Adam Nerano. Published by Saxon Publishing. Audio copyright 2022, Rachel Amphlett. All rights reserved. Find out more about the Case Files series of short stories at www.rachelamphlett.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe to hear next week's episode. To find out more about the Case Files short crime fiction stories and receive a free audiobook, head to shortcrimestories.com.